Well, I hope you guys tailed Tito and Sean in the Super Bowl last night. Welcome on into Domesticated Gamblers. Three dads with our favorite picks of the day. We are with you every weekday here on YouTube. It's February 13th, 2023. I'm Eric and I'm a loser. And there's a couple winners, Sean and Tito. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, smash that like button, right, Sean? I got to smash it, not just hit it. Smash it. Smash that button, boy. That's what the kids all say. And we're trying to get hip. And uh, I know Tito's working on some hippity hoppity new graphics for our show and everything's getting exciting so we're coming for the young kids and we're trying to grow some viewership here so smash that like button for us don't say the phrase we're coming for young kids that's probably not a good <laughs> not a good thing to say but uh we, we, we're gonna we're coming we're gonna... for them views baby we're coming for them views because everyone exploits the children on youtube for views that's right because it's epic in all caps and we for, make for money. views they they explode they make explode. big money baby that's right that's right well, well you guys made big money last night so hopefully a lot of people are smashing that like button if you cashed in with sean and tito subscribe to our channel on youtube here that'll help us out a lot uh post a comment on the videos tell me how much i suck and how, how great sean and tito are uh, and you can interact with us there hit the notification bell too so you can get our videos as soon as we post them uh, also now available soundcloud spotify apple podcasts just search search domesticated gamblers any of those places and you'll find us if you listen on Apple, take a minute, give us a five-star rating, and write a quick review. It literally takes one minute, uh, but it's super helpful. Uh, if you're listening to the show but want to watch us and, and see that Tito shaved his mustache, uh, just go to youtube.com slash at Domesticated Gamblers. Also now on TikTok, I know nothing about that, but Tito got us all set up. Uh, just search Domesticated Gamblers to find us. Uh, also follow us on Twitter. I know a lot about that. Uh, it's at Gambling Dads. Uh, that's where I recap our plays and track our records. And my God, it was a lot of green on Twitter last night for Tito and Sean. So let's get going here. Uh, boys, I, I think you're doing a lot better than I am today. Uh, Tito, let's start with you. Uh, you went five and two last night, including a $900 profit on your bet that a player in the game would score three touchdowns. That was plus 450. Jalen Hurts got it done for you. Uh, you won $1,650 on the Super Bowl last night. And after only making 51 picks on this show, you are 31 and 20 and plus $4,410. I feel like I'm on the prices right or something. <laughs> Everyone watching, this is real. This is no joke. I keep track of every single play. I take it very seriously to be 100% honest on this. And Tito, you are and absolutely destroying it right now. You can go back and watch every show. So it's, it's real. Uh, every show. 100%. It's real. The Tito train is real. This guy over here keeps on sharpshooting me, keeps on discounting my so-called fake pets or fake bankroll. Look at that shirt he's got on. It's like he lost the bet last night. I don't know what's going on here. Tito train keeps on rolling in all cylinders, baby. I told you guys yesterday that all my picks were going to be a lock. I was I was totally 100% supremely confident that I was going to hit on the three-star the three touchdown play that the the kickoff hey the kickoff every single kickoff one touchback baby and i got these two jokers criticizing me always just talking about how i don't know what i'm talking about come after me today baby i don't care tino's on top of the moon what do you guys say about that sharpie sean baby well what was he four and two uh I believe five and two five and two i think i was eight and four and uh, I think it was a half an inch away from cashing in on the biggest day of the show. Uh, so here's what I got to say. Uh, I am sharp. I got on the show. I told you I was a sharp. Here's what's the difference between me and Tito. I didn't throw a dart at Gainwell. I was doing real research about Gainwell, and I was all over him. It was the sharp play. Anyone who was betting Sanders is a square, and you got to figure that out and move on. Uh, Gainwell was the guy. Um, so – I mean, we're this close to cashing in over three thousand dollars on the Super Bowl. I, my personal bet, I made uh, about two G's last night off of the Chiefs, so brought that one home. We profited again in the NFL season. That's five Super Bowls in a row that I have gotten right. Uh, unbelievable run. And you know, a lot of this has to do with look at someone like Tito who watches the NFL with this hate. He hates Patrick Mahomes. He hates it. And the NFL is telling a story entertainment business as well as sports and they need someone like tito to hate watch 
just like I did for years with Brady. I would watch the Super Bowl just to watch this guy lose, and he wasn't going to. And that's where I have taken myself out of that scenario and said, look, what's going on here? I got to take my bias away. But I knew old Sirachi was going to have a gain well for a gain well. I knew he did. He had a hard on for him. Uh, so, you know, it's over 365 days. These are the sharp plays I'm going to bring to the public. And I'm just asking everybody, follow me and Tito. Tito's on the winning train, too. He's a great sports fan. He always has been. Uh, he's finally getting into learning a little bit about gambling here. Um, so what I want to say to Tito is he's, he learns and learns. And by the end of the Super Bowl, Tito was sitting next to me, and he's like, he knew Mahomes was going to win that Super Bowl about halftime. It's the stages of Tito that eventually come around. He hates them so much. It's not going to happen. And then it does. He realizes my emotions, here it comes. It's coming. What he thinks isn't going to happen is going to happen. So uh, a great Super Bowl. Tito's emotional roller coaster happens every year, up and down, up and down. And what do we know? The fraud won the Super Bowl. He's like, yeah, that's exactly right. You call him what he is. He's a complete fraud, limping around all night last night, getting rolled up on his ankle, supposedly again, oh, I'm hurt. And then he goes and runs for like 88 yards on the last drive to go win the win the Super Bowl. What a fraud. Completely embarrassment. And you don't know what you're talking about, Tito, baby, saying how I hate watch. Who was telling you the Friday after the Friday before the Super Bowl, baby, about about Kansas City? Me? Right? It runs deep. It Me? runs deep. Me? I was telling Me? you, I was the one that came Me? up with the you first star play. You, you I told to everyone first. on the first you show. Have, back, to first. Back, Eric. I was the one on the first show saying that unfortunately Kansas City is going to win. I was the one that was singing those, and then you followed Tito. It's not the super sharpie play. Tito knows what he's doing. The fan in me hates him. You took the I know how to cash checks, baby. You took the Bengals. You thought they were going to win. You had your son at the Super Bowl party saying the Eagles are the best team. You're you're mind, you're brainwashing this kid. Let him recognize talent on the field. Mahomes has it. This Mahomes can retire right now, and he's in the Hall of Fame. No question about it. Yeah, Hall of Fame for losers, Hall of Fame for frauds. That's what he would be in the Hall of Fame for right now, limping around, acting like his ankle's broken or something. What a fraud. Was too busy watching his brother on TikTok last night instead of going over and shaking the hands of, of the other competitors for the Eagles. What an embarrassment. All about Mahomes, all about Kelsey. What's this Kelsey talking about how everyone counted out the Chiefs, by the way, too? They, they... Standard line, oh, no one gave us a chance. What are they talking about? Supposedly you're the uh, best quarterback well, in the, the league. Media you got Mahomes. Mainstream media was all over the Bengals. And they were underdogs at home. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Get used to saying that. This is the new Tom Brady, the new New England Patriots dynasty. It is what it is. Get used to it. They won't be underdogs anymore at home in the playoffs. I can guarantee you that. What are we uh, – we were talking about this a little bit last night. I think it was you and me, Sean. How many Super Bowls Mahomes is going to win his career? I'm going to set the over-under at four and a half. What would yeah. you take? I'm going to take – that one's tough. I would have to take the under because I think it's four to five, right, in that range. Uh, but it's five years already. Come on. This guy's unbelievable. I think I saw something today that in his five years, he's had 11 or more wins in every season. That's, that's incredible. I mean, come on. And doing what? it without Tyreek as well. And, I mean – and limping around, making a show. It's a fraud move limping around. Who gives a crap about him limping around? Oh, give me the play. You do. You, you talk about it. Here. Oh, give me the play, Andy Reid. When as soon as Andy Reid retires, which is probably going to be in the next 10 years, that's when Mahomes will be done for. And unfortunately, he's going to win over four. It's going to be it's going to be five or six, unfortunately. I can't stand the guy. He's a complete embarrassment of a fraud of a player. He should be ashamed of himself. His his family, those those TikTok videos that his brother does and his wife all about the attention makes me want to puke. I just can't stand it. But Sean's right. That's what this guy is. This guy is the face of the NFL. He's uh, two world championships in five years. Oh, my goodness. He's the State Farm representative. And they, they won the Super Bowl in State Farm Stadium. Oh, this guy's just magic. Oh, this what makes me want to puke. I can't stand it. I made that. I made I'm going to go back to the XFL with the Battlehawks, baby. Caw-caw. 
I got them coming up this weekend. I'm pumped up. I got SEO City flag in the background. I got season tickets. I'm ready to go. Let's get on with this NFL talk. Makes me want to puke. Here's the thing about Tito. He's the type of fan in 10 or 12 years when Mahomes starts to fall off, he'll say, I told you so. He's a fraud. Oh, I'm a coward. He's a fraud today. Oh. This He's a fraud. You're, you're like every guy I see on Twitter with their hot takes, waiting for someone to fall down when you've never made it up that high in yourself. Give some fucking respect to these guys' names. That's what these guys are talking about. Quit bashing them. Jesus, they're the best on the planet. He's a Tito, fraud. No name. hedging, Tito. How many Super Bowls does Mahomes win in his career? What do you think? I'm thinking probably six. Really? Wow. I I tend to lean with you, Sean. If, you're I gonna... to, if I had to bet it, I'd go under and say four, but like I could totally see five. Um, you know, if he can do this with basically Travis Kelsey and, and no one else in offense, I Pacheco's a good back, but like, you know, he's not like a difference making top 10 back in the league. Uh, you know, cast of just kind of supporting characters, a wide receiver, a defense that's, you know, good, but not like this elite defense. I just don't see this train stopping anytime soon. I mean, Andy, 20, it's, it's 26 Andy. years old. He's going to continue to get better. I don't think it's, anybody, is better think it's better. about him getting any better. It's about him losing players. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it's players play the game. Number one, you got to stop yourself right there. You've talked about that a million times. Players play the game in college basketball. You've talked about that. You're talking uh, – you're showing ignorance here about things you've said. You can't say, oh, it's the coach, coach. The, the players step on the field and players play the game. Enough with if that. You would let me, if, if you would let me finish, Enough I would say it's the NFL is a quarterback head coach league. That's what it is. You have to have a great quarterback. But players and play. And you have to have a really good head coach. That's prove example. That's why the Eagles didn't win last night. They don't have a good coach in Sirachi. They got a great quarterback in Hurts but they don't have the coach. And so that's the problem. And so what you need to do here is think about Andy Reid, about this level of, of success he has had over the last two decades of being a head coach, okay? That's what it's going to take. Andy Reid's not going anywhere. Patrick Holmes is not going anywhere. They're going to win multiple championships. Let me, let me stop you Does there. the Cincinnati I'm... Bengals have a good coach? Probably not. Joe Burrow probably needs a, a step up, needs to find the next step up. Zach Taylor doesn't have it. Just like the Bills, they've got the court, stop you. but they Andy don't have McDermott as the, head, the lead head coach. How many Super Bowls did Andy Reid win before Patrick Mahomes? How many Super Bowls did Patrick Mahomes have before Andy Reid? I mean, you can well, go both ways on that. No, you can't. Yes, Andy Reid was in the league. championships that Patrick Mahomes Eric, have? Eric, Eric's got to come in here. Andy no. Reid was in the league for, what, 15 years before Mahomes was even in the league. You can't do yeah. that. Yeah, this and is. And I a, just said it's a head coach and quarterback league together. That's what I'm saying. But, it's not no, just one or the other. Put, I'm not giving. I'm not bestowing everything on one. You can't say, well, Andy Reid. Uh, it don't matter because Mahomes wasn't there. I, 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 that don't make sense. If Reid was such a great coach, it doesn't make he sense. Had, it makes perfect sense. He had sense. McNabb. He had McNabb. He didn't win a Super Bowl with McNabb. McNabb. He McNabb had. Wasn't wasn't, wasn't the elite level quarterback that you needed at the time? Okay. Yes, All right, you want me to step in? I, I do lean with Sean on this one because, I mean, Reed is the only head coach Mahomes has ever had in the league. So, like, but I, to me, this reminds me of a almost a Belichick-Brady type situation. I mean, Brady, yes, I agree with you, Tito, that, like, if you have a great head coach and a great quarterback together, like, that is a superhuman force that's, like, you're in a really good spot. But if you take the coach away, the quarterback can still win. I mean, Tom Brady just proved that going to Tampa and winning. And you see Bill, Bill Belichick, which I, I still think he's probably overachieving with the talent he has. He's a great coach. But to me, in this equation, the quarterback is definitely uh, more important than the head coach. And I was just even thinking about this as you guys were talking. And this goes back probably, man, probably back to the start of the century with Brady. You think of the, <laughs> you think of the AFC. You have like Brady and Peyton and Roethlisberger. And now you got Mahomes. And I feel like in the NFC – you kind of have this revolving cast every year of, you know, what was the last four? It's been Eagles, Rams, Bucks, Niners. Uh, I'd have to really sit down and think who was before that. But it seems like a lot of the, you know, Falcons with the Matt Ryan year, a lot of times you think that these teams are going to come back and, oh, the Hurts is great. He'll have another shot. I'm not so sure. I feel like in the NFC in particular, you've seen a lot of turnover in the teams that get to the Super Bowl. I feel like for like the last 20-ish years, you see a lot of consistency in the AFC where it's the same guys coming over and over again. I think you might see this again with 
a rotation of Mahomes and Burrow and maybe Allen, but especially Burrow and Mahomes. Um, I, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of those three in Super Bowls for the next decade. Sean, what do you think on that? I totally agree with everything you just said. I, I mean, yeah. the, the <laughs> NFC is uh, – they're going to start having to invest in the quarterbacks like the AFC has. And a lot of I – don't, I don't understand what the NFC – they're still playing yeah. this old-school kind of football. And they haven't. I mean, Hurts uh, – Aaron Rodgers got $50 million guys, a year. I mean, you want to say they don't invest in their quarterbacks. That's just a flat-out inaccurate statement. Aaron Rodgers got and, the greatest – the biggest contract of all time. Uh, you can take a part of it and pick it out if you'd like, but they don't invest in drafting in the quarterback position like the AFC has uh, with arm talent. I mean, it's clear. Eric just talked about it. The, the superior quarterback plays in the AFC. No question about it. It's not even an argument. Uh, so the NFC has Aaron Rodgers. When was he drafted? 18, 19 years ago? So a long time ago. I mean, who else is in the NFC that's even a top-tier quarterback? Jalen Hurts? Okay, he's a new guy. He just was drafted. But who else? He was drafted 18 years ago, 17 years ago. Who? I mean, Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah, the two seed was Minnesota. Or they were the three seed. Yeah, so you got uh, Cousins. No Niners yeah. quarterback situation. No. Uh, you know, Brady was the other division winner. He's yeah, obviously gone. No. Yeah. So I, I, I don't understand, Tito. How? You, who? You said invest. I thought you were talking about contract wise. Drafting, investing in their quarterback. Thanks for clarifying that. I thought you, I, I honestly thought you meant <laughs> investing in contract wise. Well, so. And and also, I mean, Rogers is only one player. I mean, only one quarterback who's gotten paid. So I, yeah, I mean, either way, they're just not, they don't value it like the AFC seems to right now. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, we, we talked about this a good chunk of the year that we thought the three best teams in the NFL were probably in the AFC. It was this juggernaut. And then you had the Eagles in the NFC who had an incredible season. Don't get me wrong. And, uh, but who else was in that conference? You had a fraud Minnesota team. You had a Niners team that I think at full strength, I think they're right there with the Eagles, which is like with the NFC championship game was just, just a disaster. Jimmy just, G, Jimmy G would have helped yeah. them a lot being healthy. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think, I don't think San Francisco is going anywhere. I think Shanahan's the type of coach that their system will persevere. And I think one of these years that they're going to, to get over the hump, but you know, we're seeing a lot of transition in the NFC what were, what were the wild card teams? You had the Cowboys, which you know that they're. I, I just, I just can't see them getting over the hump with Dak. The Giants made the playoffs. Like, who was the the two the other the C, the Seahawks were the other playoff team. That's not going to happen. So I just think we're going to be seeing a lot of Mahomes and Burrow and Allen for a really yeah. really long time. So I and I think that was part of your guys' handicap um, with the Super Bowl was like just the AFC stronger. And let's not overthink this. And let's take the, the the Chiefs. And, Sean, you cashed in last night with uh, nine-plus units on the Chiefs winning. I mean, that was a huge swing, obviously. But, hey, man, that's gambling, though. When you see an edge, you got to take it, and and you hit it. It, it was 8-4 and four last night that you went, uh, plus $1,205. The Gainwell thing, yeah, you could have had another over two grand in your pocket. Uh, but still, uh, you've now made a reach, reach, reach for the goal line. You're so close. Uh, but you're now at 100 picks for the show. 55%, 55 and 45 and plus $2,410. What, I, what I've said, I think the very first show that we had, Sean, is that what you do better than anyone else, I think, that I know of as a gambler is pick spots and have the gut feel on when to fire. Because I actually think, I think my percentage is higher than yours overall in terms of the, um, you know, percentage of bets won. But my staking is way off. And this is where I know this is a problem for me because I don't have the stomach to take those swings of like, like you're plus $2,410 overall. If the Eagles win that game by three last night instead of the Chiefs, you're you're maybe up a few hundred bucks, if that. But I, yeah. and I don't have the stomach, you know, or just that that mental makeup to be able to handle all those wild swings. So, and that's that's who I am though. And I'm okay with that. Like, I say like my goal is to be profitable. I don't want to lose my ass. And I think I've, you know, uh, gotten to that point where I'm probably not going to lose my ass, but I don't think I can win the way that you win. But I, I think this is what we're seeing. Like, I know you say you would like to be 56%. You're right about there, but you are winning because you're so good at having that gut feel. Yeah. And that's something that Tito brings into it. Uh, you know, with the three-star plays on 
plus 900 for a quarter. What was it? Plus 450 for, a, you know, th uh, three rushing touchdowns or receiving. So, you know, he likes to gamble a little bit too, even though he doesn't gamble, he likes to throw it out there and that's how he would gamble. Um, so yeah, you don't take as much risk, Eric, but that's what you do. And like you said, you understand yourself. Yep. So, you know, stick where you're comfortable. Yeah. And Tito, like, that's what I think what's happened with you is I think your sports knowledge is serving you well right now where it's almost like, I know, like, I'm not a great bowler. I'm a solid bowler. I probably like bowl like a 140 to 150 most games. But I feel like my best bowling is right out of the gate when I don't have any bad habits that have started. Just my natural motion. And then all of a sudden your arm gets a little fatigued and you just, just start doing a little things a little bit different. And Tito, I feel like right now you're me bowling that very first game. And you're just like totally in tune right now with like what your instinct is. And you haven't been jaded by all these bad experiences with gambling with like, oh God, maybe I should be looking at games this way. You're just kind of looking at it the way you have your entire life. And I just think your instinct's on point right now, man. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. I'm obviously on point. I mean, I'm up by what, like, like four grand? Yeah, 4,400. Uh, and so I've got the least amount of picks by 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 a, quite a few by between you guys. So I also know how to pick my spots and I know where my guts are feeling. And that's where, you know, my three-star and two-star plays are hitting. And I'm taking advantage of that situation because like I said, for the first month or so, I didn't really know anything about what a two-star or three-star play was. And so knowing that it's a unit size where we're betting $100 units, and if I hit something on a three-star play that's plus $450, that's a huge profit for me. And so, um, so you know, I'm just taking those swings, and I'm a big old sports fan. I love uh, love watching sports. Love this love this addition to me, my sports betting side or my sports watching point. So. We're gonna keep riding the Tito train because obviously I'm I'm pretty smart about sports and so I'm gonna keep on going with it. For real, man. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, I I love that he's progressing to where he's taking a two star play for high odds. Right. That's something like you know, Eric, you need to maybe do it. But if you want to win some money, that's where you're gonna have to go. Like you're going to have to take a shot sometimes. Yep. And that's what Tito's been doing, you know, with the knockout play, he took a shot, they got him going. Then he got a bankroll. He took another shot with a upset on a on that Xavier game. He got him going again. You know, he took some he he's gambling. He took a risk. So, it's been great to see the the growth. Yeah, I love it, Tito. And the fact that you can get like your kicks from just getting the picks on the show and cuz like like we've talked about ad nauseum like you don't have the makeup in your emotional in your in, in your emotions and your mind to gamble for real and the fact that you can get the rush of like oh you know we had a huge high five last time when hurts put that third one in of like you just felt like you just won like 900 bucks for real and the fact that you can you know and it's not just that, i mean i i don't know if there's people out there that are tailing our picks or not but i'll just know right now if they're telling either of you guys they're killing it right now so i just i just love it man it's it's been a lot of fun and this is like at the end of the day if you can if people can rain and we talked about this in our 10 commandments like if you can just rein it in and not let your gambling control you, it could just be a lot of fun. And that's, and that's where I feel like I, I, that's what I realized, Sean, I don't think I have it in me to just win big at this. And I don't think I really care to me. Like we've talked so much about sports and how much I love them and just the experiences and the memories and, you know, be, the people that you watch with. And to me, like, that's the kind of stuff, like I enjoy, I just like, I like having the sweat and like, it's, I don't want money. I don't need money. That's going to change my life in the positive and I don't want to do anything to, to, to risk it negatively. So if, if I can have a lot of fun and if I just lose a little bit of money, then that's great and have a hell of a time. That's really all I'm looking to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Chiefs were down what, 10 points at halftime and I had two dimes on that game and you wouldn't have been able to tell yesterday that I was that much money on the line. I could have lost, you know, you got to stay calm and cool. For me, it's not about, I'm trying to win this money, but for I I'm, I'm built for an edge. If I see an edge and I can take it and make money, I'm going to do it. I want to do it. Yeah. And that, that's how you win, man. And that's, I think we've, we've seen it this first month. Uh, it's almost been a full, I think our first show is January 17th. So we're almost a full month in. And I feel like you've, yeah, you've been right on brand. I think so far with, with who you are as a gambler. So that's been great to see, you know, and, and that's for some of you out there that did get your ass kicked last night. You don't want to hear about two guys talking about how great they were. You know, you have some company with me that a rough one. I really and, and really my year so far has been very yo-yo. 
I mean, I was having a great weekend. I'd gone 4-0 since Friday night. Uh, we cashed that three-star play on Man City yesterday morning, Sean. And I was plus 714 bucks. And I'm like, all right, I think I got a good base now. Like, let's just have a good Super Bowl tonight. Be up about $1,000. And then we can, you know, start get going here. Maybe get a little more aggressive. Uh, but I went 4-9 in the game last night. I lost 850 bucks. And really, it wasn't a case of um, I had a bunch of bets that correlated together where I just had a bad read on the game. I really just had a lot of different prop bets that just didn't work out for one reason or the other. Uh, so that took me from, a, you know, I went, went into the Super Bowl last night at my high watermark for the year, plus 714. I'm now back in the red. So I'm 51 and 43 on the year, but down 136 bucks. Like I said, I've had 94 games of entertainment and I've lost just over one unit. I'm good with that. Like that, that's yeah. all, really all I'm looking for, looking out of this. So to all you people out there did, that did lose your ass last night, and I'm sure there's a ton of you, just take it for what it is. Take a breath. Don't chase. Don't come tonight and, and be betting like 10 games that are in the SWAC conference tonight in college basketball. Take a chill pill. Just realize it's going to happen, uh, and you move on. And just like that, that's why we really – I want this to be a lot of fun and like, you know, we give each other shit, but also like, this is a serious thing. Like we talked about with betting responsibly. And if you do not have the capacity in your brain and in your gut to be able to take these wild swings, then have your unit size be 10 bucks, whatever, or just be like Tito and just bet for fun. Like with your friends, with the, you know, a competition where it's not real money in or out. So um, I just really want to hit that point home that like, if you just got crushed last night, like, just do not come back this week when there's, you know, 20 games on the college slate. There's only two or three games that are actually, like, decent, attractive-looking teams. Just don't be an idiot. Like, just bet smart. Yeah. Right? Am, I, am, I, am I on point there? Yeah, exactly. Uh, just take a chill pill. Get your mind right. Zen out for a little bit. Relax. Take a bath, whatever you got to do. Go for a walk. Go down to the beach, something. I don't know. You got to relax if you took it on the chin like that and, just look, hey, let's calm down, wait till next NFL season. But I do want to say, if we're doing this show, uh, your flag just fell. <laughs> if we're doing the show next NFL season, I want the viewers, just give me a shot in the NFL. Because let's beat the books. Fuck them. Fuck them. Let's take their money and let's do it. I mean, me and Tito or Eric, but for real, like, screw these guys, screw the bookie, screw the, the casinos. Let's 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 take some money and cash some tickets. Yeah, it was last two years, right, Sean? 61% and 64% for you in the NFL. And that's in a pick six contest. So picking six games a week, right? Correct. Man, man, that's super impressive. Because I would imagine most weeks you don't want to make six picks. Yeah. Oh, I love that look, Tito. Um, yes, I do too. But but most weeks you probably only have maybe a couple games you really, really like, right? Yeah, typically two to three that you got a huge edge on. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. We really now switch into to college basketball mode and that's one thing I'm excited about. So I, I also got my soccer back on track this weekend. I had much lower volume. I swept the board uh, in my soccer picks, uh, both all in the show and in real life and went five and zero in real life. So I think I got back to back to where I want to be with that. Uh, March is usually a really good month for me and a really fun month with me for, uh, with college basketball. Um, I have a system for conference tournaments uh, betting those that have, it's been very kind to me over the last few years. And I'll share with you guys as we get closer, this is like approaching that first, uh, the conference tournament week where all those uh, big conference tournaments are going on is my favorite three to five days of the year. And I just found this out that uh, my wife and daughter are going to be traveling up to Chicago to see her family for that weekend. So I have that whole weekend wow. to myself. I'm off work three days. It's going to be be a lot of frozen pizza in the Sontag house. <laughs> yeah, I heard your wife talking at the Super Bowl party, Eric, about uh, you take six days off in March for basketball. So that's awesome, man. But that's your passion. I love it. I do. I'm going to I'm, I'm really be taking a backseat to you guys for college basketball because it's not my forte. It's just not what I'm good at. Yeah, I know. Little play, little play on what uh, the history of Eric and uh, college basketball. I remember going up to your dorm room and you print up the big, massive, you know, March, March badness draft or the March badness bracket and filling that out throughout the days of the, of the tournament. So 
Uh, absolutely great memories. Looking forward to March. Looking forward to college basketball. I got a I got a hot one star play later on today, and so uh, it's going to be great. Looking forward think, to it, Eric. I think we need to get into the fan of the week contest, huh, boys? We had some controversy. Yeah, we got to talk about that. So uh, let me give the plug before I forget. Uh, remember, if you want to get involved with the show, uh, reminder you can be our fan of the week. We could have one. Uh, we'll have one fan on the show with us every Friday. It was B. Fishman this last Friday. So if you want to be our fan of the week this week, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. Tito looks disgusted. Post a comment on this video saying you want to be our fan of the week and why. Uh, we'll choose one person each week. And that person will come on the show on Friday. We'll hang out. And then the fan will choose one of us to go against. They'll each make three picks for the weekend. And if our fan of the week beats the host, uh, they will win a prize this week. It's another $10 gift card. So again, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Post a comment saying you want to be our fan of the week and why, and you can join us here on the show on an upcoming Friday. So, so let's talk about that fan of the week competition. Also, the fan of the week, like if if you don't want to come on and you're a little shy and you don't want to spend an hour with us, but you like to gamble, you want to come on for ten minutes and give some picks, and then that's it. That's totally acceptable as well. So don't be committed or scared to come on the video for a little bit and talk with us. Tito ain't gonna hurt you that bad. <laughs> Well, I think we all, we all got hurt uh, on Saturday night with this UFC situation with B. Fishman. So, Tito, I think you might need to explain this to me because I didn't watch the fight and you did. But we had three – you guys each made three picks, and one of B. Fishman's uh, picks was in the Jimmy Crute fight, correct? Yeah, uh, so don't let me down, Jimmy Crute. Don't let me down, Jimmy Crute. I think I'll take this fucking flag off. So, Jimmy Crute, and I don't even know remember who we fought – but it ended in a draw, in a complete draw. There wasn't a winner or a loser. And apparently in some sort of betting circles that this guy, bunch of home, you want to talk about home cooking, talk about refereeing. The, the, the guy that ruled on behalf was his brother. Oh, it counts as a win for Brendan. Or it's a draw. It's a loss. It should be a flat-out loss. He went 0-3. The one heavyweight fight, the guy got knocked out within like 13 seconds. And my fight that was supposed to end within the first 60 seconds ended within like two minutes and 10 seconds. So I barely missed it. My logic was right on point. I should be 3-0. Volkanovski got screwed out of a win. He was he was he was robbed. He should have beat. Islam, Mohammed, and then the Islam guy, he should have tapped him out. Like, what was he doing? He couldn't even get Volkanovsky down on the ground to try to even submit him. Volkanovsky was too strong. I mean, this guy, complete fraud, Islam Mohammed. Now the blueprint's out on this guy. He's a fraud. He's done. The shine has worn off of him. But, yeah, Jimmy Cruz and that other fight, it ended in a draw. So Sean says, Oh, no, he didn't technically lose, so he's 0-0-1. And so he wins the $10 bet. Complete fraud of an embarrassment. Sean just wanted to donate the $10 to charity. Well, I should be getting the $10 uh, gift card right now. So since Tito hasn't gambled much, I asked him, I said, oh, did you win? Is that a win or a loss? Because I don't really know much about UFC. And, of course, he's like, that's a loss. But he didn't really know because he doesn't gamble. It's a loss. How is it not a loss? If you're betting, it's a loss. Well, it's because it's like soccer. If there's a draw option, you could be able to bet that. That's why. But he didn't bet that. He bet for the you guy can't, to win. You can't bet the draw. Sean, you're having a big show, baby. You're having a big show. Sean, Sean, Sean's fired up and he's on point. This is correct. If if B. Fishman would have bet on the method of victory, draw was one of the options. But he just bet a straight money line where you can only pick one fighter or the other. And I looked it up. I sent you boys a screenshot of the DraftKings rules. Uh, if the fight ends in a draw, if you're just betting on who won, wins the fight, not the method of victory, it is a push. And so B. Fishman goes 0-2-1. Tito, it would have it was literally impossible for you to go 3-0 because you picked yeah. both fighters in the same fight to win, yet somehow still lost both those bets because you had one of them to win by submission. He won by decision. So Tito goes 0-3. B. Fishman goes 0-2-1. B. Fishman wins a $10 uh, prize that he has very kindly donating to charity but in this fan of the week competitions over two weeks both the hosts and the fans are combined oh 11 and one <laughs> i would love to see the parlay on that tito and i both went oh and three the tagger went oh and three and b fishman goes oh two and one i would say that this fan of the week uh a lot of fun having them on the show the picks dreadful 
just yeah. It's been hard to watch uh, since I haven't been involved. Uh, I'm hoping you guys would pick it up a notch. I'm going to donate that $10 gift card to uh, Miss Amazing Pageant. We were involved in that. Uh, so we're going to give that Starbucks gift card to Miss Amazing Pageant. Outstanding. That's great to hear. Well, Tito, do you have anything else to say about the Fan of the Week competition? Does it still have your dander up? No, because I had a great night. I had a great night last night, baby. It was fine. I came right back and sharp shot everybody and proved everyone that the real NFL sharp is this guy right here. You're looking at him, baby. Not this other fraud with the Hawaiian shirt thing. He's coaching in the Maui Invitational. <laughs> By the way, not to humble brag, but I've been to the Maui Invitational when Mizzou was out there one year. Place is effing incredible. Everyone, it should be on your bucket list. Go to the Maui Invitational some year. I know I'm, I'm hashtag blessed. Right. I wore the shirt uh, because I am going to be taking a beach trip. Uh, we, we cashed about six dimes this year in the NFL. So uh, that's all in my pocket. And uh, we're going to bet a little bit of what's March Madness, but we're going we're gonna to profit most of that again this year. You deserve it, man. All right. Well, great. Well, why don't we get to, uh, if you haven't ready for us, Sean, let's get to our question of the day. All right. So tomorrow we got V-Day. Don't say day. Come on. <laughs> we got V-Day. Uh, so I know all the men love V-Day. It's the favorite holiday there is. So we're going to go with what's your favorite holiday and then what's your least favorite holiday? Let's go with your top three on both and bottom three. Oh, man, I'll go, Eric. I got this one locked up for you, babe. But favorite holiday, man, I, I, I got five kids. I got a huge family. I absolutely love Christmas. Christmas is my top holiday by far get to spend time with my kids, get to watch some unwrap presents, get to watch Santa come down the chimney. I mean, it's just glorious. I just love every aspect of Christmas, seeing their faces light up. We, I was blessed enough to buy my son a PlayStation 5 a couple of Christmases ago. Total surprise, seeing the look on his face. He still talks about that to this very day. I'm going to send my daughter to Europe on a school trip at the end of at th this summer, surprise her on Christmas with that. I'm an absolute fantastic gift giver. Ask Sean's mom about that. I, I am legit buying great Christmas presents for those guys. If, if, if you guys are blessed enough this year, I'll buy you some fantastic Christmas gifts. But, man, top is Christmas for me. Um, you know, I also love Flag Day. It's a, it's a wonderful holiday. Start of baseball season. Uh, just a tremendous holiday. Uh, you know, other than that, those two holidays are pretty, pretty awesome for me. Black but I also have to say, Labor, uh, I have to say, Fourth of July. What a great holiday that is! You know, usually go down to Lake of the Ozarks, maybe watch some fireworks, drinking on the lake. I mean, great times had by all. So I mean, those are my top three holidays. First overall holiday I can't stand Thanksgiving. What a big wolf of Thanksgiving. I can't stand all the food, all the eating. Oh, give me the fixings, give me the stuffing, give me the turkey. What Man. a bunch of overhyped bullshit this is. I can't stand the green bean casserole. I can't stand the stuffing. There's nothing I don't like more than Thanksgiving. They have to cook me my own tur my own chicken. I have to make muscatoli. Just a big hassle. What a big wolf. Well, that's Valentine's because you're a, Day, grown I don't man. Really... you're a grown man, child. That's why you don't like Thanksgiving. Eat grown up food. <laughs> that's right. That's what they should be. Frozen pizza for Tito every Thanksgiving. Um, you know, kind of side. But thanks, Valentine's Day is a great holiday. I like spending Valentine's Day with, with the with the kids and with the wife. You know, taking her out to dinner, stuff like that. That's nice. Getting them, getting her flowers is nice. So I mean, I I don't I don't mind that whatsoever. But um, you know, I don't really know. I I think my hate for Thanksgiving ranks as the top three for everything. Man, we are. I'm gonna go to the door really quick so you guys keep talking. All right. Well, Tito and I are on opposite sides. I absolutely love Thanksgiving. It is by far number one my favorite holiday. Uh, just that the food is outstanding. I love spending time with the family, and you don't have the gift pressure. This is a huge yeah. thing for me. It is why. It's not my least favorite holiday, but if you tell me, tell me your three least favorite holidays, I'm sorry. Call me a Grinch. Christmas is on that list. Oh, I, yeah. I hate gifts. I don't know if you're familiar with the love languages, Sean. I think there's five yeah. love languages and I've gifts. Far and, yeah, yeah. It's a great book. Uh, yes. Gifts is far and away my least important. 
I don't like giving them. I, I don't really, I don't really care. I just, I, to me and, and giving, get, getting them. My mom asks me every year, what hints do you have? What hints do you have for Christmas? I, I, there's literally nothing I want other than like Southwest gift cards and for you to watch my child. <laughs> that's, that's about all I'm looking for. Yeah. So I do love now that, you know, Andy's five. So the, the, you know, the Christmas is getting more fun, seeing her, the, the magic of it. And, you know, we, we get to see, um, Stacy's whole family during that time, which is great, but just that the gift giving just odd, ah, really, really grates on me. So not a big fan of that. Halloween, he's back. Tito's back. Uh, I'll wait for it to, to say this when he gets back. So Tito, I'm just saying how I'm a big Thanksgiving guy. Don't like Christmas because of the gifts. Uh, so we're on opposite sides. I love Halloween. Halloween is surging up the power rankings of favorite holidays for me. It's definitely number two and it's surging on Thanksgiving. Uh, we moved out to this new house a couple of years ago. We now bring the fire pit out onto the uh, driveway on Halloween night. Uh, we do. I, I like to grill on Halloween night, no matter what the weather is. Um, just, just a great, great time. And it's really become like a month long celebration. It's not just like the one night, like I feel like it was when we were kids. Uh, and then an underrated holiday that I'm putting as third is actually coming up this Monday, President's Day. <laughs> so let me explain. It's either usually President's Day or Martin Luther King Day. And it's because I feel like it's, it's President's Day in particular. It's a random holiday that I feel like most people do not have off. But I have that day off every year with my company. And usually what I like to do is uh, I like to go to the movie theater and see a triple header of movies on either Martin Luther King Day or President's Day. Because usually that's when like the Oscar movies are out. Uh, and I like to just maybe pick three of the best movies that are nominated for Oscars and go see them back to back to back. Um, I think it's since COVID, there's just not as much good stuff in theaters, I feel like. And I'm, I'm not a big superhero movie guy. Like, it just doesn't do it for me. I know it does for a lot there of people. There hasn't been very good movies at all. Yeah, so I don't even, I don't have any plans for this President's Day. So this year, not so much. But I just know in years past, I always looked forward to that day to go see my triple header of movies. Um, Valentine's Day, not a fan. I love my wife. She knows it. I know she loves me. I don't need to go on social media and tell her that I do. If other people want to do it, that's yeah. fine. But that that's not for me. Um, and New Year's Eve, I think, is the most overrated holiday. Uh, I could go on all day about this, but I won't. I have just had like a comedy of errors of horrible, horrible New Year's Eves, like dating back to my junior year of high school. It's not every year, but now most years, New Year's Eve, I don't even go out. I just stay in with Stacy. Now you got that college football playoff usually on New Year's Eve. Um, so I'll, I'll save that for another time. Eric's horrible New Year's Eve stories. But you boys have been there with me. I think the last one, yeah. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about, Tito. We're not going to go into that one. Uh, so, so those are my answers. Sorry for rambling a little bit there. I remember New Year's Eve. I remember that story. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. That was fun. Um, <laughs> that is not a good way of describing it. How yeah, was a great play, Eric. I love the play of Halloween. Thank you. I actually decorated like a month early this year and had the decor out. It was awesome. It was fun. This, this is what this guy does. He gets ready after Halloween. He puts up his fucking Christmas lights too. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? Oh, it was a great weekend. And, uh, you know, I don't want to go out there when it's <laughs> two degrees outside. And uh, so I did it now. I just am very efficient. Uh, <laughs> I like to do things when they need to be done. Uh, for me, this one's grown on me as a kid. We always traveled. Um, it was my cousin Joe's favorite holiday. It's 4th of July. It's my favorite holiday now. Uh, the sunshine, the fireworks in the sky, this baseball. Uh, I love 4th of July. We're always going somewhere. It's definitely my favorite holiday now. My second one's going to be a little different. Memorial Day. Here comes summer. Uh, you know, anything with the warm weather coming. I hate the cold. That's why I wore the shirt. I'm ready. It's 60 degrees today. I hate the cold. I, I'm ready to move to Florida or Texas or Arizona. I'm, I can't take it anymore. Uh, so Memorial Day, here we come. You know, we get that day off, and usually I'm down. I'm fishing. I'm going to the lake, maybe the beach, whatever. Just summer's coming. Here we go. You know, it's, I'm pumped up for that holiday. And then third, Christmas, uh, for sure. The kids opening gifts. I do feel the pressure of gift-giving, Eric, as well. And I over-gift, I think, because I – have that pressure so i just overdo it um so that's something i'm trying to work on as i get older is to back off and not worry about that pressure um so then to me uh 
I'm sorry, ladies. V-Day is a made-up holiday for Hallmark to make money. It's BS. It's not a real holiday. No one shot anybody with a bow and arrow in the butt and fell in love. It's all made up for more money, for us to spend money, buy cards, buy chocolate. It's made up. If you want to go on a date, let's go on a date any night, Friday night, Monday night, whatever. And uh, something for the ladies here it actually hit me last night. It's crazy. I went in the bathroom to go to the use the number one, I'll say. And um, I wasn't going to put the seat down. And I thought, man, this is what these women have been dealing with their whole lives. Me not putting this seat down. What an inconsiderate jerk most men are. We can't even put the damn toilet seat down. Anyway, that's for the ladies. Uh, sorry, ladies, that most men don't put that down. I've been one of them. I haven't, you know, I, I, I laugh on putting the toilet seat down after I use the restroom. Uh, so I'm going to be better about that for sure. Um, sorry about that, actually. And then, um, so then number two, Labor Day. Uh, I hate Labor Day. It's the end of the summer. Ugh, here we come. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. Um, I don't really have a number three that I hate, but that, those are the two that I really just despise. I, I, I just hate them. Boy, Sean, you're having a big show, man. I, I, I'm agreeing with just about everything you said on the show. Uh, Thank you. I'm not surprised. You agree with everything you said on every show. It's not every, it's not a big show. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Show. <laughs> well, hopefully the picks are on point today too. Sean, another wonderful question of the day. I think you're the MVP right now for uh, for bringing the bringing the question of the day to the show. Uh, really enjoying the the grab ass discussion. So let's get to the picks. Sean, you had a great night last night, but Tito, you have the honors, brother. Of course, I have the honors. It's Tito's turn. It's Tito train. Come on, get on the and train. I, and I, ride. I did win fifteen hundred with the man you play yesterday, though. And you still didn't beat Tito yesterday, Dave. Yeah, I did. With the man you play, I did. Uh, I don't, I, I, I'm pressed for time. I'm not going to go back and hold this all up. Uh, but I know Tito had the bigger Super Bowl. Tito's ahead, yeah. so we're going to go with Tito. Tito Thank you. You're 15 <laughs> Tito one more time. <laughs> 15 and 11 is the mark for February, plus $2,020. Jesus Christ. Overall, 31 and 20, plus $4,410. Come on down. It's the Tito train. <laughs> swear to God, it's what it feels like. Every day I feel like I'm, I'm hosting a game show. Uh, Tito, where are you at tonight in college basketball, baby? I don't know what conference this is, but we're going to go with the fan Marty. Sean thinks I'm Marty. I'm not Marty. Obviously, Marty is some sort of burner. Keep on firing those comments, though, Marty. I fucking love them, baby. You're awesome with the capital A. You are a primetime player, PTP. We are going to South Alabama, Mobile, Alabama. They're playing in the Mitchell Center. They're going to South Alabama, taking on Hartford. We love the Hawks, baby. We're getting 19 and a half. It's about time for Hartford to cover. Yeah, sure. They're 7 and 15 against the spread. But tonight, Hartford, the Hawks, they pull it out against South Alabama. That's a one-star play. Tito's still riding high, baby, after the Super Bowl. We're not really going to worry about the UFC fight yet. And Tito to show his true colors, maybe. But, hey, the Tito train is back on track. And tonight, we're going to roll with the Hawks of Hartford, baby. So you're going to love this, Tito. So Hartford, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, they're an independent school. So they didn't even have a conference, which I thought was funny enough. But then I read this today. After the season is over, they're going all the way down to Division Three. <laughs> like it's like completely like just, they're just skipping Division Two. They're just going to go all the way down to Division Three. So they're like, oh, being, they're like the anti-Lindenwood. Think- I think this all started. Exactly I, opposite of what Lindenwood has done. I can't believe I bet on them originally. Oh my <laughs> God! So hard. We're all going on the Hartford train. It's Tito's turn today, baby. Yeah, three week Marty over here uh, taking Hartford. Uh, you know, we got three week Marty. We got some Aussie guy. We got a bunch of burner accounts here making comments. You know, all sticking up for Tito. It smells a little fishy to me. But, uh, you know, no well, one knows. guy's not sticking up for me. He's coming after me, saying he can't even understand any of his words that are coming out of my mouth. Well, guess what, Aussie? I don't <laughs> want to speak Australian. Hey, guess what? If you say these three words together, we're going to do a sidebar here. Say these three words to get at, at all at one, or one after another. If you say the word good, then you say the word I, and then you say the word might. It sounds like you're saying today, <laughs> mate, with an Australian accent. 
Let me let me show you. Good eye, mate. Good eye, mate. You hear it? It says good day, mate. The other good one is razor blades. If you want to say razor blades with an Australian accent, you say rise, then you say up, and then you say the word lights. So we're going to say it together. Here we go. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Do you hear the razor blade? I do. It's phenomenal. The kids love it. Tina loves it. Eric loves it. It's awesome, baby, with a capital A. I didn't know he came after you. I didn't see that. Yeah, he came after me saying he can't understand any of the words that are coming out of my mouth. So maybe if you understand rise up lights and good eye, Mike. So I'm not going to so name we, any names. So we got, one, we got one troll coming after Tito, and we got one who sticks up for him. These are both burner accounts. What is going on? But they're not mine, baby. I can guarantee you that. I can 100% attest to that. I put my bankroll uh, on it, baby. Oh, this so, is great. I had a coworker for uh, for a few years. I'm obviously not going to say his name, but he was Australian, like legit Australian. Came here from Australia and traveled around the country and landed in St. Louis working for our company. My God, he was tall. He was kind of handsome, like, you know, a decent looking guy, but he had tall, but man, he had that accent. And that accent, you could see the ladies swoon. I would bring him on on a sales call with me and you could just see, I just shut up and went, I almost said his name. I just shut up and let him talk. And my God, you're right, Tito, though. If you want an Australian accent, you just gave a tutorial on how to do it. Oh, I love Good job. You guys both having big shows. I like to hear that. All right, so Tito, is that all you got for tonight is Hartford? That's it, baby. We're going to go with Hartford. We're going on the Hartford train tonight, baby. All right, man. Well, they, they don't have a conference, so they don't have a conference tournament. This is kind of like their Super Bowl right here. Like Hartford getting 19 and a half points. Uh, man, maybe they could spring the upset outright tonight. If, with the way things are going for you, Tito, Hartford might win this game straight up tonight. We'll see. Uh, Sean, hopefully I've stalled long enough for you. I know you've had a busy day. Uh, 23 and 24 on the uh, on the month, uh, plus $1,050. I, I feel like I glossed over that. You have a losing record on the month because your staking is so on point. You are up over $1,000 on the month. Overall, again, 55 and 45 plus 2400 and ten dollars exactly is that exactly two thousand behind tito it is exactly two thousand dollars behind tito so i know you have that first place spot uh in your sights uh so where are you gonna start your week out tonight sean yeah i'm this close that game will touchdown to being over tito uh so i mean it was close uh just like he was that close on that not on that knockout uh good call on that ufc fight um that's that's just gambling i mean when you're when and that's what will drive you nuts sometimes is when your reasoning is right you know, I, I know this edge here, but you don't hit it, and it's so close. Uh, but I, I'm sitting tonight out. There's nothing I like. It's a pretty boring slate. We got Hartford Marty over here going back to Hartford. Um, I, I I hope Marty comes on the show. What I tell you what, Marty, if you want to come on the show, you can come against me. And if you're not Tito. I'll put a $50 stake on the line. You come against me, three picks. Show your face oh, on the show. Absolutely. Come on, Marty. You got to do bucks. it. I don't know who this bucks. guy is. What a wonderful – that was not something we rehearsed, ladies and gentlemen. That's a fantastic play. Marty, you're coming on all of, our, all of our shows. So come on to the show on Friday, baby. We'll make it worth your while for sure. Marty, you got to come against me for the 50, though. All right, man. So it's $2 think, for I, all you commoners, but it's $50 on the line if Hartford fan Marty comes I, I on the show. I got to see this guy. I got to see this bot, this troll, whoever it is. Well, I don't love to see it. Watch this guy come on and just kick your ass. And just <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. That'd be good for the show. That would be great for the show. All right, so Sean sitting it out tonight. Uh, I'll go last. Looks like I'm buying lunch again this month, boys. By the way, we got to do that this week. We got to get that on the calendar for last month. Uh, February winning record 29 and 28 down $520 <laughs> overall. I, let me do this quick percentage of 51 and 43. That is a percentage of 54% down $136. I don't know how to stick. So we're going to, uh, you know, back in the day, this would be a night where I'd be like, Oh God, I got such a horrible Super Bowl. I got, I got to make this back. I got to make a ton of bets. Uh, try and catch up. I ain't doing that anymore. I'm going to slow my roll. Uh, so actually, I, I have more picks than you boys tonight. I just have two. Uh, I see some big money on Bethune-Cookman. So I'm going to take Bethune-Cookman for a one-star play tonight. Minus one against Jackson State. Going to find that one on ESPN+. Plus. 
Uh, and I got a got some tie play. I agree with I got some time. I've been cashing the last few days, man. It, it, he's on, he's, he's seeing the, seeing the board well right now. He sent over a play earlier this afternoon. I agree with him. Uh, so we're going Calgary, Ottawa over six and a half at minus one Oh five at bet rivers for a one-star play. So two plays for me tonight. Tito, you want to come over the top on either of those? No, sir. We're uh, we're we're staying away from NHL because Godson. I I I should go against you with the with the NHL tape because Calgary can't score in Ottawa. I don't even know where that's at in Canada, so that's definitely not going over. But uh, I'm gonna stay away from it. I got I gotta protect this bankroll. This this super sharp Sean's coming after me. I gotta I gotta monitor my bets and. I got some elimination chamber action coming at you later on this week, baby, with the WWE. Gonna be awesome. I love that. Uh, you said Hartford's one star play, is that right? That's a one star play, baby. 19 and a half points at seasons. I'm rooting for them hard tonight. I almost want to hop oh, yeah. along with you, but like, I'm just, if they just get crushed by 30, I, I want no part of that. That's our team. On the, on the road, they're going into Mobile, Alabama. You got to think they're going to break this ship tonight, baby. Like you said, Eric, this is the national championship. They're going down to Division Three. They know <laughs> they can't compete, but maybe they can get 19 and a half. Could you imagine being on a plane in Hartford and flying down to Mobile, Alabama to play a college basketball game in the middle of February? No. No. God, sounds- awesome, baby, with a capital A. Dickie V should be on the call. By the way, did you boys see the Mizzou buzzer beater on Saturday against Absolutely. Tennessee? Absolutely. What, what yeah. a fantastic shot. What the Tennessee can hit your free throws and bunch. What a fraud that team is. Man. They're going to they're gonna be frisky in the tournament. I think, man, on their day, if they're hitting shots, I know you can say that about most teams, but just the way they play, I think they're like a sleeper sweet 16 team because they are a hard team to prepare for. And they're probably going to be, if I had to guess, probably around a seven seed. Um, if they if they just win the games they're supposed to the rest of the way, probably be a seven seed. So you should be favored by a little bit in that first round game. And then you get a two seed. That's a good team, but not a great team. And you don't have time to prepare, prepare for this pressure Missouri is going to bring to you. I just, even Stacy, like we were watching that game uh, at the end and she like screamed. Like I never heard her like scream like that for a sporting event before, which was exciting <laughs> to see. Even Andy's like the Tigers won. The Tigers won. Yeah. I guess like, they did. They blew a 17 point lead, but they, they came back to win. So man, I was super excited about that. That college basketball officiating is 17 on the road. You knew it wasn't going to last. And then what Tennessee went up six. Wasn't that like they went up six later in the second half and Mizzou, They've got that uh, that intestinal fortitude that everyone likes to talk about. So maybe they do make a run. We'll see. So Mizzou got up double digits, and you know what I did? I put an emotional risk management bet on Tennessee, and uh, I lost that play. I gave zero shits. That's what it's all about, baby. That's what emotional risk management is all about. All right, guys, great show today. You guys are both bringing the heat, so that's great to see. Uh, hopefully, my, I'm in a good state of mind, though. I, yeah, Sean, you, you boys are both just feeling it. I'm in a good state of mind, man. I, I just, I, I think I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm 40. I don't get rattled anymore uh, by these losses. So, like I said, I'm down 136 bucks. We could be, we could be in the green again by the end of the night tonight. Well, let's go, Godson Tide. Let's go. Uh, who the hell I bet on? Bethune Cookman. So let, in all, go. in all seriousness, what me and Tito are doing is legit, and it's amazing. Um, especially Tito, he's never gambled. So, you know, kudos to Tito for the way he's been gambling. It's been incredible to watch. Um, Tito's been a great sports fan. Like I talked about at the beginning of the show, he knows sports. Sometimes he lets that little bit of hate for the Mahomes, for whoever, you know, the Cardinals, sometimes he hates them, and like in 2011. But most of the time, Tito's right on track. You know, most of the time he is. And so – uh, he, if he can rein that in a little bit, I think Tito could put some real money and maybe start a $50 bankroll and bet five bucks. And I think this guy could start winning some money. Don't I do it, The Tito. fact that I'm making this money on the show, proving that you guys don't know what you're talking about, that Tito knows what he's doing, I can come over the top on you guys and show you, hey, Tito does know sports. That's enough for me, Daddy. And when next year, when we go to the Super Bowl, I'm going to be in Radio Row holding these fools accountable. That'll be enough pleasure for Tito, baby. Yeah, don't worry about your bankroll because I'm not going to be making big bets until uh, next uh, September when football comes out. Except I'll probably those- be riding Eric's train and, and uh, NCAA, maybe Tito. I, I'm not a big basketball guy anymore. 
Hey, man, those weekday day game unders, though, in baseball season, the Thursday afternoon special getaway day for the Cardinals trying to get off to uh, New York or something when they're playing like the Marlins on a Thursday afternoon. That, yeah, that, but I, I got a picture of the new bases today. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, really? What's the, what's the deal with them? Oh, they're three inches bigger. Is it, like, wow. noticeably bigger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll send you a pic of it. It's crazy. All right. All right. Looking forward to that. That's going to wrap up the show for today, guys. Uh, we do appreciate your support. We want to continue to grow this thing. So please tell your friends and family about Domesticated Gamblers. Also, smash that like button. Just smash the hell out of it on your way out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, chat with us by commenting in our videos. Hit the notification bell, too, uh, so you get our videos as soon as we drop them. Uh, check out the audio version of the show out on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just search Domesticated Gamblers at any of those places, and you will find us. And if you listen on Apple, do us a favor, give us that five-star rating and write a quick review. Uh, if you're listening to the show but want to watch us, just go to youtube.com slash at Domesticated Gamblers. Uh, also on TikTok, just search Domesticated Gamblers to find us. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Gambling Dads. For Sean, for Tito, I'm Eric. This has been Domesticated Gamblers. Thanks for being with us, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care of your ladies tomorrow and let's cash.